Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Pay Attention, Please, Hollywood Life's Real Housewives podcast. I'm Chris Rogers. And I'm Eric Tedisco. And we got another week of Bravo Housewives headlines. And I don't know about you, Eric, um, but I am excited for everyone to hear. I mean, I can imagine you feel the same way, but excited for everyone to hear our chat this week because we interviewed um, Real Housewives of New Jersey star Jackie Goldschneider, who is always a pleasure to chat with. She is our first guest to come back three times to the podcast. We love talking to her. Um, and she just spilled a lot about what's going on, um, that crazy, you know, Melissa cheating rumor. Um, mm-hmm. She gave us more details about what's to come on the cast Ireland trip. Um, she dished more details about the big reunion fight that we're all waiting for um, and how she feels going to the reunion, because that's filming next week already. Yeah. Yeah. It was really nice to talk to Jackie. Um, she gave some good tidbits. Um you know, the big finale fight that we've seen clips of in the trailers is definitely kind of what everyone's been waiting for because we know that that leads into the absence of the Gorgas from Teresa's wedding. And Jackie gave some good intel about that. And yeah, it was just a really good conversation. We talked about, you know, her drama with Danielle and she has a very different perspective about that than Danielle does, which is funny because we just interviewed Danielle last week. So there's definitely some contrasting opinions going on there. Um, and then we got to talk to Jackie about um, just some kind of personal life stuff about her, how she's doing with their eating disorder at this moment. Um, the Ozempic craze that's going on that even some of her cast co-stars have admitted to being on it. And um, she talks about her memoir that's coming out in the fall. So yeah. I think we want to really enjoy the conversation with Jackie. We kind of hit all different topics. Yeah. And we do have a lot of Jersey to talk about, which we'll do later in this, this chat. Um, but I do want to start with another big hot topic this week, which was obviously Vanderpump Rules star Tom Sandoval's interview um, on Howie Mandel's podcast, which is so random. Random. He Uh, has a podcast? New sus. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I didn't know he had a podcast. No offense there. Uh, There's so many podcasts out there today, including ours. Um, But I think a lot of fans were surprised that Tom Sandoval would do his first interview post-affair on howie mandel's podcast but from what i found and what a lot of fans found is that apparently tom's cover band's manager is married to the producer of howie's podcast so it makes a lot of sense a friend doing a friend a favor and Mm -hmm. i think in this case tom probably felt like the interview would be lenient it would be more controlled um and howie's I mean, I think it was kind of obvious how he's not really an avid watcher of Vanderpump Rules. I don't even know if he's ever seen an episode. He said, and I quote, who's Sheena? Yes. After yes. the episode aired of Sheena's Wedding. So that speaks yes. for itself. So Tom got basically a platform for him to say what he wanted to say. Yeah. Um, and in the interview, I mean, he he dropped a lot of bombs. Um, mm-hmm. He said that he tried breaking up with Ariana two weeks before she found out about the affair. 
he said that um, she punched him, he claimed, um, which is interesting because there is a little spot in the mid-season trailer where he looks like he has a black eye. Yeah. Um, obviously, we'll have to wait and see how the show plays out to see if that is what that was. Um, but I don't know. What did you think about the interview? Definitely random. But yeah, there obviously is some type of business slash personal personal yeah. connection to him and Howie. I mean, that was obvious. Why is he going on Howie Mandel's podcast? And mm-hmm. Howie Mandel is not versed in the Bravo slash Scandal no. world. I mean, he really didn't know anything. The daughter was definitely trying to help and was the most knowledgeable person there. <laughs> um, but still, it was, you know, there was just no pushback. There was no extra questioning of, wait, what do you mean? And you know, he definitely threw Ariana right under that bus a couple yeah. times. I mean, and listen, we don't know if everything he said is true or false or somewhere in between. Yeah. Like there could be some stuff he said is true and some stuff he's not. Like, I think it has been said that Ariana was dealing with depression and maybe she wasn't ready to let this relationship go. And, you know, Tom Sandoval was. Um, obviously, that doesn't condone him cheating on her best friend. But, you right. know, there definitely seems to be some holes in the story that obviously you can't corroborate because... It's just him speaking and there's no one there to kind of fact check him or to even push up against him a little in terms of feeling like he's not being 100% truthful. But it was a very interesting interview, frustrating at times. I guess he got what he wanted because he did an interview and with kind of got was able to get off scot-free. And, you know, obviously the reunion is where he had to face the fire, obviously, which we haven't seen yet. But um, yeah, it was just very bizarre. And kind of a follow-up to all this is that reportedly he was not allowed to do this based on his contract with Bravo. I think apparently like he was not supposed to be doing this interview. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've heard claims of that. I don't know what's true and what's not. Um, Andy Cohen was actually asked about it on his own radio show um, either today or yesterday. Um, his co-host John Hill asked, you know, like, was he allowed to do this interview? Was it, is it in a contract? And, uh, I mean, Andy said you would think so. I don't know if Andy knows the complete in, in, ins and outs of Vanderpump or if he um, just didn't want to comment on the legalities of it. Um, but because I, I don't even know if Andy yeah, Andy's is exactly. not a producer anymore. Which I right. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. I didn't realize until this all this whole you know scandal came up because he has said that on numerous occasions that yes. he is not a producer. Other he, than he, he does it does the reunions as a fan. Like he comes yeah. as a fan. He he yeah. still watches the show. He follows along. Um, but yes. Uh, so I don't know. We'll see. I mean, we know that ariana tom and raquel have were all interviewed solo by andy mm-hmm. following the reunion it'll air i think as a part of the reunion if not an extended version on peacock is something yeah. I'm hearing but mm-hmm. either way it was like kind of i don't know it kind of felt like when giselle and robin went on their podcast and mm-hmm. spilled the stuff about juan but not on camera so this felt like kind of yeah like a breach of contract a little bit mm-hmm. it's like hey, everyone's waiting for this reunion to hear your side of the story. You just did it on Howie Mandel. So it's like, now we don't really, you know, we'll probably hear more of the same on the reunion from Tom. So it kind of sucks, but I don't know. I'm here for all the drama of Vanderpump. I want to see how it plays out. Um, You know, this week's episode was crazy because we're really starting to see I mean, Tom Sandoval and Raquel haven't hooked up on camera yet or anything like that. Uh, he confirmed in the Howie Mandel interview that they, the first time that they made out or he before didn't get the wedding, right? how far they went was boys night. So before yes. the wedding, 
So, so they had already point, hooked yeah. up. I don't think know? that they're like a full blown under the radar affair yet. Um, but yeah, he did confirm that on the podcast, which again is probably something that Bravo was wanting to be the big a big bomb at the reunion and now yes. sandoval kind of let the cat out of the bag early yes. so you know he did that i guess but the show is definitely getting even more interesting because you're starting to kind of put the puzzle pieces together and notice things and you know there's clear issues with sandoval and ariana that you're seeing and the drama with raquel is obviously heating up um but yeah it was a pretty good episode sheena's wedding was beautiful so so nice i thought it was yeah. a really beautiful wedding I, I thought it was nice. Uh, Sheena's growing on me too. It's taken several years, but I'm really liking her this season. Um, yeah, she revealed that they, her and Brock were actually secretly married a year prior, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting because we actually, it was about a year ago when they got engaged that we were exclusively hearing yeah. that they were going to do like um, an engagement wedding all on the same night. Mm-hmm. And it was going to be filmed last season, et cetera. It didn't really follow through because obviously, as we saw, they only got engaged last season. Yeah. Um, there was no like wedding, et cetera. So I think the plans changed for some reason. But now it's interesting to hear that they really did get married a year ago. I don't think it was on the same night that they got engaged. Mm-hmm. But maybe they were like, hey, let's do this privately off camera, like, and then we could do a bigger wedding next year, et cetera. But like, we were hearing exclusively like murmurs of, yeah, hey, we're going to get married sense. last year. And now it sounds like they did. So, yeah. And she's just like, I love it. She just like randomly brought that up in the episode. And everyone was like, what? And then it was just like, That's right. it's like, okay, time to get quote unquote married now. Yes. Um, but yeah, Katie walking, watching on the balcony was hysterical. I thought that that was so funny. She just doesn't give a damn, which I think is hysterical. Um, but I think the other important thing of note that had come out from Vanderpump this week was Lala was on Watch What Happens after the Sheena wedding episode aired. And she said that there's something in the finale episode that I guess we're probably about a month or so away out of. And, um, a conversation between Raquel and Ariana that she said is like shocking and that, Andy had said that, that he addresses that with Raquel one-on-one and basically mm-hmm. at it, the reunion. Yeah. At the reunion when they do their one-on-one sit down. And mm-hmm. I kind of got the vibe that Raquel said to Ariana, like nothing would ever happen with me in Sandoval. Like That's I think that almost like she, I'm guessing that Ariana to, swore to the grave that never, ever, ever. Yes. Because I mean, Tom Sandoval said in his interview that Ariana suspected certain things along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he said that someone said it, that Ariana was suspecting things along the way. So this was not a complete blindside. Um, so I, yeah, I'm wondering if in the finale, it's Raquel basically saying to, uh, yes, to Ariana that like, yeah, nothing would ever happen with yeah, Sandoval. Mama said that that conversation would blow everyone's minds and see how mm-hmm. sneaky, I mean, she didn't use the word sneaky, but she alluded to that. That's, that's what I'm thinking. So we're yeah. on the same page about that. I mean, you know, remains to be seen, but that's kind of what I took from their I don't know if you saw, but Lisa Vanderpump actually went on Twitter and she mm-hmm. reacted to that statement from Lala. And she actually said it's one of the most craziest TV moments she's ever seen. And she I addressed it herself at the reunion as well. So yeah. I like, can't wait. I want this month to fly by. I want to I just know. let's finale. jump ahead, shall we? I know. And then just one other thing is we have Garcella next week's episode for all the yeah, uh, I'm excited for that. fans. That'll be fun. And then her son gets into a mess. So yeah. We'll, we'll see with that. But yeah, Vanderpump is always giving week by week. I mean, lately we've been coming on the podcast and it's like, oh God, here's a new thing. And if like every time someone goes and watch, watch what happens live, there's more revelations coming out. So yeah, we're going to keep on rolling with the Vanderpump yeah. stuff because giving. Yeah. Um, 
we also got news on Roni Legacy this mm-hmm. week. Um, yeah. That was, as far as we knew before this week, dead in the water because um, Jill, I think as actually, Jill Zarin has actually admitted this, that she played hardball with negotiations. She was going to be on the Legacy show. Yep. Um, she wanted to get paid as much as the other ladies. I think Bravo or Peacock felt like she hasn't been on the show in a long time. They didn't feel like she should be getting the same as Luann, you know, Ramona, Sonia, yeah, yeah, Ramona, I don't think was going to be a part of it. Um, but anyway, so that fell apart. And mm-hmm. now the new update is that they are reviving it a little bit, at least the development of it. And yeah. it's going to be now a sort of girls trip style show. I don't think, I don't know if it's going to be an extension of actual girls trip. I mean, I think that'd be cool if it is, but it's basically going to be like a trip of, legacy cast members from new york city um going on like a seven eight day trip together girl girls trip style Mm -hmm. and there's rumors that it'll be like a repeat of scary island like maybe they'll go back (laughs) and sort of i think that would be amazing um but if they do that i really want bethany back and i'm almost wondering if bethany who actually has gone on record this week and said that this is an amazing idea for Mm -hmm. legacy um I'm wondering if she'd be more into it because it is just seven, eight days of filming. Yeah. And it wouldn't take up her life. It wouldn't involve her personal, like her daughter getting involved. It wouldn't yeah, involve it's just a trap. Yeah. It's just a trip. So I would love to see Bethany, especially since Kelly is rumored to be joining the cast, Kelly Ben Simone. Um, I'm hearing it's Dorinda, Sonia, well, Luann, Ramona might be back. Yeah, in so so that was, it's a page six article and that was kind of the bombshell from it was that now Ramona might be back in the mix. Now, remember, I spoke to Ramona at the Batch Boss party. Yeah. Shout out to the Batch, Batch Boss party mm-hmm. in New York. And she was like, trust me, she was very disinterested from being a part of any Roni thing. Now, of course you could say, I mean, she's talking to me, someone that works for the press. So of course she could say, she's going to say whatever she wants me to hear. Right. Um, but she had said that she heard it was dead, that she's not interested in doing it anymore. It sounds mm-hmm. like the rumors about Jill kind of being the one to put those, or so we thought the final nail in the coffin um, yeah. turned out to be true. Now the page six article says that Jill might not be on it. So maybe she kind right. of screwed herself. We don't right. know. But I mean, I think Luann and Sonia and Dorinda have always been locks. Locks. Sounds like Kelly has been in the mix. I'm sure they've been reaching out she's to her. Been in, she's talked to page six. She did um, uh, their reality podcast. And I think yep. she, she said she's she in. was it. She wanted to do it. So I, I think, think if yeah. they ask her, she'll do this. I think if it, if it happens, you're going to see Kelly there. And I think Dorinda, Luann and Sonia are locks. And I think now the question is, is Ramona going to be involved? Now, I don't think Bethany will be on it, though. I, know. I, I don't know. It's, why a, I don't... It's, a, it's a stretch. I, I would love to see her, but um, we'll see. Yeah, and I've, I've been saying this. I still think in the back of my head that they are kind of waiting um, for the new New York to see how that goes, because if the, that's a successful reboot or whatever you want to call it, they might kind of just usher away Roni legacy and all you know all those girls if they have a hit on their hands with you know the new Roni right but I also wonder if it doesn't work will they bring maybe one or two legacy back into the the mothership show yeah and and sort of do that I I, I'd be into that we'll see I mean maybe the new girls will bring enough that we won't need them but uh, like you you and I have always said this with girls trip um, there is just so many options for the women that we love who have left shows, you know, um, that we can see them again. I mean, Jackie even said that in our chat, like, yeah. you know, we talked about her friend role versus full time. And she's like, listen, like, 
now with all these spinoffs and and etc she's like once you're a part of bravo you're always a part and that's how i feel now with girls yeah. trip and and you know um even with traders like we're seeing some housewives yeah. on peacock's traders you know yeah, right. like there's just so many shows and options that i don't think anyone ever really goes away forever which is great yeah I agree. And I think it would be fun to see all the New York girls back again. So I don't know. We'll see. This is only a report. Bravo said absolutely nothing about this. This is really just a one-off report. So we'll see. We have some interesting updates that Mauricio went on Teddy and Tamara's podcast to tease in a pod. Yeah. Uh, I guess just, I don't even know, talking about the business and everything. Um, Come to find out, he basically revealed that some of the women have been bringing up him and Kyle's alleged marital woos um, mm-hmm. on the season. He said on the podcast that one stupid story came out there. Now this is about allegations that him and Kyle were divorcing, which he confirms is not the case, which I obviously believe. And then the girls decided to talk about it on Housewives. So now it's a storyline. Yeah. Of course, classic. So yeah. there's definitely stories out there and Kyle and I address it and we'll take it from there. It is yeah. what it is. Who do you think brings it up? Uh... I think who's the okay we got Garcelle Sutton we got Dorit I don't think Dorit would bring it up but then again maybe she felt the most comfortable option I have two people I think it could either be Dorit because if we remember if we go back Mm -hmm. to like season three when this these kind of rumors first came out or maybe it was season it was two or three Lisa Mm -hmm. Vanderpump was the one that brought it to Kyle and maybe it's because she felt closest to her and she's like hey like what you know are you guys okay yeah but LVP was stirring remember the yeah yeah and Jareed's not really a stir she wanted Brandy to bring the magazine remember she wanted Brandy I'm thinking who's a stir the pot maybe Garcelle I am going I actually think it could be Erica because we've seen that since everything that's happened with Erica she likes other people to be in the mix like remember she had no problem you know getting cat kind of throwing kathy under the bus and remember that yeah. scene where kyle was like um so that's what you want my sister to be called out and erica was like for yeah. the last year i've been pummeled um so erica could be one and i feel like sutton just can't help herself even though they're very yeah. close i feel like sutton just can't help herself yeah well apparently it stems from a photo that kyle wasn't wearing her ring which i mean most couples you know, know. sometimes you forget it sometimes yeah. you're at the gym like i don't think there's any that's truth. why he was like it's so silly it's so dumb but yeah. of course that's what this show is that's their jobs to bring things up on camera so, you know, they'll address it. And he, yeah, he was actually um, promoting his new book. I think it's called The Deal Maker. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I didn't know about that. Cause <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, I just did some research and found that out. But yeah. um, so, I mean, he talks about Kyle, like, you know, he shot down the rumors that there's any divorce or anything like that going on or that he's cheating. Yeah. Um, Cause that, you know, obviously surfaced last season you know or him and Dorit getting too close which was silly yeah. um but he also talked about um their infamous falling out with Rick and Kathy Hilton early in the series um when he left um Rick Hilton's um real estate real estate company started, started the agency that was the root of all those problems yes that was why they didn't talk for happened. years yeah so he talks about that and how that really went down and et cetera, which, you know, I found interesting. Um, and basically that like he asked to be made a full partner. Uh, Rick said no. So mm-hmm. Mauricio went home, talked to Kyle about it. And they both made the decision that, hey, we'll start your own business, you know. But he said he's always been adamant about not hiring anyone that's ever come from Rick's real estate firm um, because he just wants to keep the respect and stuff like that. 
and he's never poached any clients, et cetera, but they still just cut Kyle and Mauricio and all their kids out of their lives for years. We obviously know they later made up, but then, you know, with last season's Aspen situation, Mm -hmm. um, they are still not speaking as far as we know, they're not speaking again. Um, And so I'm sure we'll see some of that play out, whether Kathy is back on the show or not, we're going to hear about it, especially because Kim we've seen is filming again. And how about Kathy and Kim doing these national siblings day interview without Kyle? <laughs> that family can't get it together. It's so no. sad. No, that was yeah. sad. Yeah, but yeah, I, I um, I definitely think that the whole business side of the Hilton, you know, Richards stuff is um, mm-hmm. under the surface. A lot of the main yeah. issues that they've been dealing with, even though that hasn't really brought brought up a ton on the show. Yeah. I'm sure Kathy and Rick don't, you know, want that to be discussed on Beverly Hills. I think that sure. has a lot to do why there's a lot of major drama, specifically between. Kathy and uh, Kyle and Mauricio and Kathy and Rick. Um, But yeah, I mean, I respect Mauricio for coming on, going on the podcast and shutting that down. And yeah, so those are my picks. I think it's Kyle or Sutton who's going to bring it up. We'll we'll remember that when the episode's fine. I think it might be, I think I'd throw Garcelle in that mix, but I think it's one of those three, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll discuss it when it comes up. But um, uh, also Girls Trip, episode six, six of seven. Yeah, we're we're done. Moving down to the end. Um, Honestly, I was bored the first half. Mm-hmm. I kind of liked certain things about the second half. Well, number one, I okay, I can't discredit the first half totally. I was glad that we finally got the Porsche by Leah by scene because that, that was, was like in the BravoCon trailer. I it think. was in the BravoCon trailer. I've been waiting for that scene. It wasn't as exciting as I thought it would be, but it's still funny. I laughed. Yeah. Um, then Leah, you know, got sick and yeah, was yeah. gone the rest of the episode, which is. You know, we talked to Alexia and Marisol earlier in the season when they were promoting and they said she was basically absent the whole season. I feel like that was kind of an unfair statement. She's only Mm -hmm. seems like she's only going to miss maybe episode six and seven. But I can see how that pissed everyone off. They already didn't like her. And then here she is like kind of bouncing and being like, I'm going to go to the hospital and just chill, you know. But I mean, if she really thought she was sick, like she's doing what's best for her and everyone has to respect that. Yeah, she's um, had a miserable trip. I've also noticed she hasn't really been promoting the show and like she hasn't done Watch What Happens Live. Like, I just don't think she had a good experience between yeah. her health, between the fact that she didn't get along with most of the women. It really seems like she's tight with Candace and that's about it. Yeah. She just didn't seem like she had a good experience no. at all. Um, I appreciated Whitney talking more about yeah. um, her husband losing his job and that whole like sexy scene they did together. And, you know, she basically said that they made the decision to guess she was going to quit the show, which I thought was a big admission. Um, When that happened, he got fired. She was like, I was ready and prepared to quit Salt Lake City. Um, She said, but Justin, her husband, basically sat down. He was like, hey, like five years ago, you said that you would make enough money so I could retire. He goes, so let's do it, you know, and she was like, all right. And and all the women like applauded that they loved that he supported her keeping her job and doing what makes her happy and that he was going to take the sacrifice and be like, Hey, like I'm going to, I lost my job, but you know what? I'll find maybe find another one or I'll just support you and help you run your business, et cetera. Um, and then uh, she said, she's made more money now. She's year. making more money. Yeah. I don't know how many months she was talking about, but it was obviously less than 12. And she said, then he did the previous year 
and they all clap for her. I thought she that was has such- her she has her beauty uh, business now, Wild yes. Rose Beauty, and obviously she's making money from the show yeah. itself. Mm-hmm. And obviously got a little strip money yeah. in her pocket from Girls Trip. Yeah, you know who's bugging the s out of me on this show though? Marisol. Get, who, no. Who, oh, I, Giselle. Now, Heather is so annoying. Oh, interesting. I don't know why. And I don't know if that's a hot take. Anyone out there, let me know if it is. No, I'm sure a lot of people agree. You know what? It's like, she's giving like pathetic. Like Mm. she like wants to be like friends with like the popular people. And she's like, like, it's like giving, it's like. You were like Giselle in that scene where she was like, why? You seem, she wanted to say you seem pathetic. Yeah. Say the word. No, but I appreciated Giselle saying like, why do you want to be a pick me person? I think Heather basically explained like, I've always been someone that you got to just roll with the punches and kind of ride with people. And it really does speak to the Heather that we've seen on Salt Lake, where it's like Jen Shaw tells her to jump and she says how high, even when Jen is not only doing what she's doing on the side, you know, business-wise, but also treating you like garbage. So I don't know. I just don't, that's not how I ride with friendships. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I just don't, I don't think you need to have blind loyalty to people like that because you just make yourself kind of look stupid. Sorry, Heather. Hopefully she's coming (laughs) to listen to all the crap I'm talking about her. But like, I don't know. She's just like annoying me on this show. She really is. Yeah, I think it's, and then like her and Whitney made up in this episode. I like Whitney better. Sorry. I just agree with what Whitney says with what with what Whitney says like Whitney is so on point at least as, what oh, I'm yeah. as a viewer is what Whitney says like Heather's like sitting in the vans or whatever like saying she's gonna flip a table like Teresa saying this that and the other thing and like she doesn't follow through with what her words are so yes it seems more of an act and Whitney seems more genuine yeah um and it was interesting to see them make up and then like we know that the reunion for Salt Lake City aired after this and, and we've talked about this so many after. times I'm not gonna get into it too deep but I do think moving forward, I hope that they really just pick X Housewives because this whole, it just mixes things up. It confuses people. So it's like now I'm supposed to believe that you went into the reading and then fought. I mean, it's just, I don't know what to believe anymore. So I'm and, just hoping moving and forward. And they got into a gnarly fight at BravoCon. I was sitting front row. I had to hold yeah. somebody's hands next to me because I was so horrified by how they were all like screaming and shouting at yeah. each other at BravoCon. Yeah. So it's like nothing ended up working out for these two. But one more episode left to Girls Trip. Yep. We'll see how it ends. It was fun. It was, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll come back next week and we'll, you know, give our thoughts on the Overall. series as a whole. But yeah. I haven't loved it. I haven't loved it. I've liked it. Same. I haven't loved it. Same. Yeah. Um, let's get back to Jersey. Yeah, Jersey. Yeah, Jersey. Was... That's, we're going to cap off with this before we you guys hear the Jackie interview. Mm-hmm. The girls make it to Ireland. Um, I don't think that place they're staying at is cozy and comfortable. I wouldn't be sitting <laughs> with two eyes closed at that place. I don't know. It's very... Awful. Yeah, felt haunted. You know, yeah. you got these old photos, old oil painting photos of random people. Um, you know, a lot of stone floor, stone walls. It's just kind of like, yeah, it gives those creepy haunted vibes. I do think it's cool they're staying in a castle. I love that it's they're finally back on an international trip. I know they had no choice. We dealt with COVID and mm-hmm. quarantines and stuff like that. Um, I think the last trip they said they were on was in 2019. I forget where did they go? They went to Jamaica. Oh, that's right. Jamaica. Yeah. So this is their first inter- international trip. I always love an uh, international housewives trip. Um, so I'm loving seeing the Jersey girls. I, I love when Dolores is like, now girls, we got to remember we're not in Jersey anymore. Yeah. We can't be yelling. Like see them in a new location. Because if I have to see those women at the Jersey Shore one more time, and I'm from <laughs> Jersey, I love the Jersey Shore, but we, right. we need a break. So it's so nice to see these women out of their comfort zone completely. Yeah. I mean, they're in Ireland. Yeah. Um, so, but um, this week was all about building up to, you know, there was a lot of talk about Margaret's former friend, Laura, what she told Jennifer and Teresa, um, 
And we finally got a little bit of that once they were in Ireland. Um, they were all sitting at a table. They at first were talking about last week's um, psychic, the coffee reader. And Jen finally admitted that, yeah, she did feed the psychic a little bit of information. She played dumb, but she did like admit it. Um, but that conversation quickly turned to talk of, well, what did Margaret's former friend tell you? Because that actually came up during the psychic yeah. hangout. She saw um, an owl or so she said she saw an owl and that Margaret had a knife in her back. Yeah. So the psychic says. That so Jennifer in front of another client again, by the way. <laughs> what's up? That woman's never going to get another client again because she was a little exposed. Yeah, not good, not good. No. But um, uh, Jennifer in front of the group said she would not reveal what Laura said. Um, mm-hmm. So everyone's like, that's kind of weird, whatever. But then when Jennifer was alone with Danielle in, in their room getting ready for the night's festivities, Danielle said, listen, you've told us everything else that this friend uh, told you. Why are you not telling us the one last thing that you said you refused to repeat? And um, Danielle guessed, is it about Melissa? And Jennifer said, yes. And basically said that um, Mark, some guy saw Melissa and another guy making out in the back of a car. This guy told Margaret the info. And then I'm guessing Margaret told her former friend the info. Yeah, that's how it went. Yeah. And I do know who these names of these people are, but I'm not going to, I don't want to say it. Yeah, I don't either because I don't The guy she made out with is a great looking guy. I just don't want to say Yes, yes. The guy is very good looking. I just, it's such major allegations. I don't think it's our place to, you know, go on on Twitter if you want to know. You can go search Google, Twitter. Yeah, yeah, you'll find it. Um, But basically, Melissa has not become aware of this rumor yet on the show she Mm -hmm. obviously in real life she's talked about it on her podcast Mm -hmm. but yeah so i'm guessing either next week or the week after or maybe even the finale because i think from what we're hearing with jackie our interview with jackie and then our interview with danielle last week it kind of sounds like it gets exposed at the finale so when they're back in the states and it sounds like from what i'm getting no confirmation but it sounds like danielle is actually the one that shares the with melissa because she told us that they have some sort of falling out in the finale and then jackie couldn't give away too much this week when we interviewed her but she did say that um that's true basically yeah basically that that's true that that's what happened um Mm -hmm. but you have to take a listen to the interview but um yeah i don't know uh and then melissa we do have to talk about real quick melissa was on watch what happens live Mm -hmm. after the episode there's a lot of comments. She got the second chair, yeah, but Teresa's beautiful. gotten the second chair in the past. She was second chair um, to, uh, I forget who, but um, she was second chair before I saw a photo on Twitter. Um, so that's not a big deal, but Andy yeah. and Melissa were kind of like, yeah, yeah, they were kind of going at it. It's, it's some I don't know what to think of it. There's a lot of tension. They're all filming the reunion next week. Andy doesn't, predicts he said i don't think we're going to get much resolution between the gorgas and the teresa mm-hmm. and jackie uh, agreed with us jackie i don't think there's a resolution coming maybe joe gorga thought so in the crowd right he said family family's never over well yeah but i almost wonder time. if he's saying that because yeah like i don't I, I i'm a fan of melissa and joe Same. but i do fear for their place on the show i do yeah. think fans are getting tired of this family feud we've yep. been doing it for 13 years as melissa mm-hmm. says um and there's been no anytime they've made up it's just been sweeping stuff under the rug there's been no true resolution um and it's like where can we go from here and i'm thinking i'm wondering if they're going to put melissa on pause 
maybe yeah. make her a friend and maybe shake things up. The show would rather lose Melissa than Joe, if that makes sense. Because I think with mm. Joe Gorga, and obviously they come as a package deal, so I don't know how that's going to work. But know. Joe Gorga gets more airtime than any other husband in the history of Housewives. Yeah. I think we and Andy really and likes he them. Brings yeah. the men together. Yeah, like you could tell that Bravo the glue, loves that, crew. that Jersey has like a theme. The theme of Jersey family. is family mm-hmm. that no other franchise. I mean, like Beverly Hills a little, but that's the theme of Jersey. And I think if you remove Joe Gorga from the pieces, then like you lose that whole click of man. Cause he really yeah. love him or hate him. He really does bring all those guys together. So I don't know. I, I agree that there's going to be some shakeups and just my last note on this, mm-hmm. give them a little bit of time. Don't start filming again, Moral day weekend that's that we have to I go think. back into it. We said before, film in the film in the fall, film during the holidays. They've done that before. Give we could take a little bit of a break of the same old, same old with Jersey and take some time to figure out the cast because I don't I think that things are going to change after the season of Jersey. I think all the fans feel that way. Yeah. But so. with that, let's lead into our interview with Jackie. I think everyone will enjoy what she had to say and find some things rather interesting because I know we did. well, speaking of, I want to add, so this is season 13. You've been on the show for several years now. This was your first season as a friend of. Um, there's obviously rumors that you started the season knowing that. Is that true or not? Yeah, I knew okay. that from okay. the start. Yeah. So then going in, did you sort of approach things differently or did you do it all the same as you have in the past? Like maybe interjecting yourself in conversations more and stuff like that? Yeah, no, I went in saying I'm going to do exactly the same job. I mean, for anyone who thinks that I wasn't paid for this role, like this, it's still like you're doing a job. So, yeah. I mean, a friend gets paid, you get paid a little bit differently, but your sure. friend definitely gets paid. So I, I still had to bring it. So, I mean, I didn't know how to do anything but what I have always done. So yeah. I went in and just, you know, did everything the way that I had always done it. And, um, you know, like the only thing I had to get over was really the ego of it. And other than that, it was all sure. the same. It really was. Yeah. Has it been weird watching the show, not seeing like your kids on it now? Obviously there's different, you're not on it as much because you're a friend versus full-time. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit different experience. Like my, my kids are not like, 
upset about it. Like they don't care either way. They're happy to be on it. They're happy not to be on it. They don't care, which made it easier for me because I didn't have to like console them or anything. They didn't care. And obviously Evan, Evan loves the show, but he doesn't care at yeah. all. So um, it made it a little different since I'm not like really fully um, in, you know, I don't have a personal storyline. So mm -hmm. I maybe don't go as like, I used to like my first two seasons, like I'd always have friends over to watch the show. And now I kind of like, I watch it. Like I'm alone in my pajamas, you know? Yeah. And also I'm just curious, did, did you feel like any of the women treated you differently once your role changed, specifically maybe the girls that you're not as close with? Um, not really. Um, the current cast members i mean they kind of left me alone a little more whereas like maybe they were like out to get me in past seasons i think they knew that like okay. i wasn't the one to come for this season mm -hmm. um but other than that not really no i mean like in real life melissa and margaret um are like two of my closest friends so they would never treat me differently yeah, and that's obviously what we've always loved about Jersey is there's a lot of genuine friendships on and off yeah. camera. Um, and you've obviously still been involved in a lot of the show. Like I, as a viewer, it doesn't feel like you're a friend. I feel like the only thing we're missing is the personal yeah stuff that you did. Yeah, you know, no, I know. I mean, everyone says that to me, which is the best because it means that I did a good job. Mm. It means... Um, you know that I really got myself in there and look I wasn't trying to like hurt anybody that's never my goal you know I was just really trying to you know ask the things that came to my mind and like really like do the same things that I've always done you know listen yeah. there's people who don't like me who are never gonna like me and find a problem <laughs> with whatever I do and there's people who love me who will always love me no matter what I do so I mean like I just went in knowing that and I did the same thing that I've always done and I tried to do a great job and um and that's all I can do right yeah, for sure. Um, we see that you and Danielle didn't hit it off from the beginning. Um, we actually had her on our show last week, and she said that she felt like you disliked her from the beginning and, quote, hated That's, everything it's about her. so bizarre to me because it's a totally different narrative coming from my mind. Yeah. Like the first the first time I met her at the roller skating party, we really had a nice conversation. Um, we were roller skating together. I was super, super nice to her. Yeah. And then... Um, at Margaret's house, I did look at her outfit, but she doesn't have eyes in the back of her head. She did not right. see I, me do yeah. it. You know, I think she decided that night. I think Danielle had this idea that she took my job, right? Mm -hmm. So she kind okay. of looked at me as like, oh, God, if she gets her job back, I might lose mine. Mm -hmm. So it was like me versus her, which is never something that I felt. So when she had the her cast event, which was right at the beginning of the season, and she invited Eight out of the nine of us, I thought that was such a mean thing to do, yeah. especially considering that I just took such a, like, even though I was part of that decision, it was still very hard for me at that point. Mm -hmm. And um, I felt like she really took a low blow by doing that. And from then on, I was like, well, this girl's not a good person. And I don't really, she's not the type of person that I want to be around, but I don't like hate her or anything. She's just not my type of people. But I think yeah. she created this narrative where like we hated each other so that yeah. she had somebody to go up against and like, it didn't have to be any of the main cast members, you know? So I think yeah. she took the easy way out, but whatever. Do you think there's ever a chance for you two to be friends in the future? Yeah, I don't think anything that drastic happened between us that we right. couldn't. And like, I would 
like to be friends with her. I don't know. I don't think anything that bad happened between us that we couldn't be friends, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, I'll put that out there. Sure. Why not? I've always been yeah. curious, like how, because we watched it. We saw, she did not see you look up, her up and down. No, like we, she we saw this you, she decided, she decided even before that, that she didn't like me, that it was like me versus her. Mm -hmm. And, and then to not invite one person, like that's really mean, you know, like when the cameras go down and you go home, like I'm still like the one person person not invited to the party and like that just sucks yeah, like perfect. why do that it's so so mean it's like a mean girl move and then and then I was like all right I don't like this chick you know yeah. but even with that like I'm still open listen if I can make up with Teresa I know yeah I can make up with anyone right For sure to kind of piggyback off of that we've seen you and Jennifer Aiden have your fair share of disagreements over the years but this season, it does seem like you've kind of warmed up to her at moments. And you guys have some tender moments when you were asking about what's going on with her marriage. Did you guys get along better this season or are we seeing less of your dad? No, she, um, after that, where I really tried to have like a genuine conversation with her and show her, you know, some empathy for her situation. She, um, no, she like clumped me with Melissa and Margaret and um, really just didn't, wasn't warm to me this season. But, um, and then like a few months ago, she blocked me or like unfriended me on Instagram. And I was, you know, that's like, you know, that's like a, a flex on social media. So I was like, nice. you know, maybe we're not friends, but I'm good. I'm good without, without Jen. We're fine. <laughs> I'll survive. There is a clear divide amongst the cast now more than ever before, I feel like. Um, obviously, we know we're building up to a season-ending fight between Teresa and Melissa and this cheating rumor, um, you know, and not going to the wedding, et cetera. Um, what's your take? You've, you've seen a lot over the years between these two. Do you feel like there's any coming back from this one? I don't think so. It's so toxic. It's mm -hmm. like... Even when they do make up, it's just like another fight is just like bubbling there, you know, it's just like waiting. So it's the same crap over and over and over. They're never going to be okay because they never dealt with the initial, you know, problems. So the initial problems all sitting here and it's like bubbling. So even when one, you know, flames out, another one comes up. And the initial problem is that Teresa hates Melissa for coming on the show. Melissa mm -hmm. resents Teresa for the things she's done over the years. And I really don't think I, I think that it will just keep being the same fight over and over and over again. Yeah, there really is just never resolution. Never. And it's, yeah. I don't love the divided cast. I would like everyone to be able to like have their petty spats and then like go right. back together. Like I think about my second season where like the big fight I had was like whether my birthday party was cheap. And yeah. that was like <laughs> great. Like that yeah. kind of petty crap is great. Cause then you can like have a big fun, like few weeks of fighting and then like make up and go on vacation together, you know? And like, I don't feel like we do that anymore. Yeah. On this most recent episode, you guys uh, made your way to Ireland and we see the Melissa Gorga cheating rumors kind of start to come to the surface. I know obviously you're a very close friend of Melissa's. What was your reaction to seeing how this kind of started with it being from Laura to Jen, Jen telling Danielle? I mean, anyone who gives Laura any credibility is wacko because Laura is the most 
like she has such an agenda to hurt Margaret and to get herself on the show. And the combination of those two things, she will say and do anything. I mean, does anyone actually believe that this woman went and said, I have something about Melissa, but I can't tell you. I mean, right. come on, please. She went there knowing she was going to spill everything. And I just, I, I have such a visceral reaction to cheating rumors on a reality show because you put that into the universe and there are, no matter how incredible it is, there are so many people who are still going to believe it because they want to believe it. Yes. And it's so hurtful to your children and to your spouse and to your parents and to everybody. Like you hurt so many people when you do that. It's not what reality TV is for. It's not entertainment. And I felt very, very badly for Melissa. I felt bad for Joe. I think it's embarrassing. I think it's awful. I think it's disgusting. Yeah, I find it interesting that, you know, even on this most recent episode, Jennifer was like, you know, that this has happened to me on the show. Yeah. I don't want to be the one to bring this information. But then she still shared it with Danielle. Like, we all know, you know the second that you bring it up, they're on you're going to end up sharing yeah. it, yeah. you know? Yeah, I don't know. I, I just thought the whole thing was really tasteless, but you know. Yeah. Were you um invited to Teresa's wedding? Yes, I went to Teresa's. Oh, wedding. you went. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I I went and I stayed, and I'm not judging anyone for not staying, but for me, I felt like, why would I go if I'm not going to like sell it? Why am I going if I'm not going to celebrate there? you know, their marriage. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Evan and Louie were um, friendly, really friendly back then. And um, they're still friendly now, but yeah. um, they were friends. And I thought it was a nice gesture. And when I said yes, I didn't, I didn't see the point in me leaving early. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Because we know Margaret and Jen Fessler left she, early. Yeah, and she, Margaret she, she, left she, early yeah. too. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's fine. That's their decision. But for me, when I had my issues with Teresa and everybody went to Lake George without me, I mean, nobody skipped anything from me. Everyone right. still like was very close with Teresa. Nobody did anything on my behalf. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I, I don't think it makes sense for me to skip someone's wedding. It does nothing for anybody else. Yeah. Did Teresa kind of tell you that she appreciated you saying? Because she's gone on record and said no. she's not happy that Margaret left, even though. No, no, no. I don't I don't think Teresa like is in a warm, cozy place <laughs> with me right now. I don't think yeah. I did anything. I just think it's like who I am and where I stand, you know. Mm -hmm. um, now, you guys are on the Ireland trip currently. Um, we had Dolores on a couple of weeks ago, and she said that we would see a side of Teresa we've never seen before um what can you tell us about that because from what we've seen so far there's nothing too crazy yet but like should we be prepared for like some big huge blow up I actually think that um well there is there is a fight but I don't think that's what she's talking about I think she's talking about a softer side of Teresa oh, okay yeah an emotional side of Teresa and I don't want to give anything away but yeah. um that's what stands out to me is an emotional a really emotional scene with Teresa okay um, after yeah. the island trip, we have um, also Dolores had told us that she hosted, her and Paul hosted the finale party where there's a big fight and we've seen glimpses yeah. in the trailers. What can you tell us? Because it sounds like it's chaos. Start. To it finish. was the most chaotic. I'm trying to think if it was the most chaotic event I've ever been to. Maybe and I think, I think it definitely was. I mean, mm -hmm. I was, I was watching it all unfold saying, 
is this like real? Yeah. Is this really happening? I mean, because not only are you watching a reality show, but you're watching two families like completely destruct mm -hmm. in front of your eyes and you're watching other people like getting in there. And like the whole thing was just like, I mean, people are going to be like, is this like bigger than table flip, bigger than christening? I mean, christening was like wild. I'm the minority <laughs> that doesn't think that like table flip was like that outright. I mean, the, it the wasn't, table it didn't was, flip, yeah. it listed. Kind of like it listed up, right? The story is bigger than the moment almost. Yeah. 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 So I, I think the table flip was like crazy because it was probably like the first like violent act on TV, on right? Yeah, yeah, but sure. um, the christening was like out of control. But um, yeah, I think this is probably since I've been on the show, this was definitely the wildest scene. The wildest. Say, the only rival would be Danielle pulling Margaret, obviously. Oh, that was that was wild too yeah that was pretty wild too but that was just like two people this was like a mob many, fight many, this was yeah. craziness yeah. um danielle teased that something comes between her and melissa does it happen in that finale yes it does anything you can tease about that um no i don't want to ruin anything for the viewers but yeah. you know like danielle knew what she was doing and i think it just you know, it's just a shame. Mm -hmm. It's just a shame that like people, you know, it's hard. It's hard because you're on a show and you have to be entertaining and you have to say things that you might not say in real life. Real life but yeah. at the same time, you know, like you have to also be able to go home and live with yourself. So, um, yeah. yeah, Danielle does do something that uh, like nobody, nobody's okay with. Wow. All right. We can kind yeah. of fill in the blanks with yeah. that. Yeah. See it happen. Um, we know Reunion is filming next week, I believe. Yes. Are you going to be there? We yeah, hope you're yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Of what course. Are you, what course. hopes? Are you nervous? Excited? Anyone you no, want to No, I mean, I'm not. I know the way it works with sure. friends. I know they're only there for a portion of it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not nervous because I'm... One thing I always do is I tell the truth. Mm -hmm. I... I speak only things that I believe. I don't like make stuff up to get airtime. So mm -hmm. there's nothing that like I would stumble over. There's no question you can ask me that I'd be embarrassed to answer. So mm -hmm. I'm not nervous at all. Um, I do think it was a rather aggressive season. So if there was any one season that I would choose yeah. to not be at the full reunion, <laughs> it might be this one. So it's all working out the way that God planned it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, um, on Watch What Happens Live this week with Andy and Melissa, um, he said that he doesn't really have any hope sort of for a resolution between Melissa and Teresa. Do you, I mean, I know you already said there's really no coming back. I can't imagine this reunion's going to be a pretty one. I mean... I, I can't imagine either, but I will tell you that every once in a while, Teresa has this like massive change of heart. Um and so you never know. Yeah. I mean, Louie is like the Dalai Lama, right? <laughs> so like, you never know, you know, she gets like, she meditates and then makes people like bridesmaids oh, or yeah. like, you know, so you never know what's going to like appear in her dream the night before. Right. So yeah. she could come in with a totally different yeah. mindset, but I, I'd say that's a low probability. So I'm guessing that it's going to be a lot of back and forth fighting, a lot of, of screaming between, um, you know, Danielle gets in there too. So Danielle, nice. Jennifer, 
and and Teresa are just going to be like, you know, blowing their heads off at at Melissa and Margaret. And yeah. uh, you know, I'll be I'll be watching from the the greener. Yeah. Jackie, what's your opinion on Louis? Because I feel like there's so people very much are torn. The viewers, you women, are torn about him. You know, it's it's tough because um, Louis. When you're with Louis, mm-hmm. you're like, wow, he is incredible like smart well-spoken really nice guy there's like nothing that you see when you're with him it's only the things that you that you read about or that Mm -hmm. other people tell you or that you hear so like I almost feel like it's 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 so hard to tell because my friends experience one thing but everything that I've experienced personally has been nice so I don't really have much of an opinion on Louis. Mm-hmm. I like him. When I announced my book, he mm-hmm. wrote me a very, very sweet message. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I like the guy, you know, I mean, I think if other people listen, one thing that I have learned on this show is that I will not fight other people's battles. Mm-hmm. I'll be there for my friends as a friend, but I don't have to dislike somebody just because my friends dislike them. Yeah. I will never do that yeah. again. So, um, I like Louis. Um, I, understand why other people have a problem with them. And I don't, um, I don't think that they are making anything up, but me personally, I haven't experienced anything bad with Louis. I like Louis. Um, and speaking of your book, um, it's coming out. When does that come out? Oh my God. September 26th. This book was the greatest, greatest thing that I've ever done. I love it so much. I wrote every word of it myself. I'm really proud of it. And, um, When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. It comes out September 26th, and then I'll be on a book tour mm-hmm. right up until BravoCon, which is in Vegas, yeah, which will be a good time, yeah. assuming I'm there. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I, I'm really excited for a lot of stuff at the end of the uh, at the end of this year. But um, yeah, you could pre-order it now. It's called The Weight of Beautiful, and I'm really excited yeah. about it. And- I'm excited because like I feel like people don't really know my story and right now with everything going on with like diet culture and diet drugs and everything I think it's a really important story to tell yeah your picture is gorgeous on the cover it's Mm -hmm. oh thank you Um, but we did want to also ask because the Ozempic thing is I mean there's so much chatter about it and constant stories about it Dolores outright said she's on it I think she's Mm -hmm. since clarified that it is for health reasons but she basically Mm -hmm. said she's also doing it to lose weight What's your take on her doing it and just so many people using Ozempic just to lose yeah, weight? Yeah, I mean, I'm never going to use my voice to shame anybody for wanting to lose weight. I understand that draw. And um, the Ozempic craze and the diet drug craze is so much bigger than just individual people right now. Um, from where I'm sitting, I mean, I would only use my voice to really draw attention to the potential, you know, problems in terms of the eating disorders that are resulting and going to result down the line from Mm -hmm. these diet drugs. So my issue is not with any like individuals who might be on it and why they might be on it. And I would never shame anyone for it. So, um, but I do think that it's, it's going to cause some major problems down the line. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I really commend you for, you know, we do miss you sharing your personal story on the show. I think it helps so many people, you know, last season, the season before. But I feel like, you know, obviously that was just the tip of the iceberg. So I'm really excited to read your book. And I think a lot yeah. of people- Thank you. It's going to help a lot of people. So like, thank you for, you know, taking the time to do that. And I'm sure it's therapeutic for you as well, I'm sure. Yeah, it was great. It was really great. Um, and it's a really good book. It's really, really good. Yeah. I mean, everyone at the publisher was really excited about it. Mm -hmm. And two, two of my- friends have read it and they just loved it. So I'm excited for the world to read it a little nervous, but um, yeah, the world is in like a diet craze right now. So it's uh good timing and bad timing. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just one last thing on my end. Was it harder to open up about your eating struggles in the book or on the show? Oh, definitely on the show. Mm -hmm. Definitely on the show because it was right at the beginning. I mean, you'll see the whole story about how everything unfolded, mm -hmm. but um when I, I was not like really in a good headspace when I decided to open up, I was really sick when I started that, like my therapy. And when I went to Renfrew mm -hmm. and uh, I was very scared and really sick. And, and by the time I started writing the book, I really had, I had almost a year of therapy, a year of recovery under my belt. And I was really in a much, much better place. And now I consider myself like, almost fully recovered although there always is this piece of it that will stay there um but i'm i'm so healthy now and i'm so grateful for that but i was not in a good place then and i was very scared of everything and i remember in particular the ice cream scene i was so scared of eating that ice cream and what people didn't see is me go home and like really like i was tortured by that. And I really had to work really hard to not compensate for the ice cream. And so there was a lot that people didn't see, you know, so it was very hard to do on camera. I was, I was very glad to do it on camera. Yeah. I was uh, grateful that I had the whole world holding me accountable and also cheering me on, but there's a lot that people didn't see. Writing the book was, was uh, such a great experience. And we're yeah. happy you're, you're so healthy. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and last question. Um, do you want to come back next season if you're asked? Yeah. yeah. If they ask me, no matter what role they ask me, I okay. would come back. I love the show. Yeah. I really do. And this season I had a great experience. So I wouldn't mind coming back full time. I wouldn't mind coming back as a friend. I'm not going to push for either one. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the great thing about Bravo now and Peacock and all the streaming networks is there's so much content and there's so many shows. And like, I feel yeah. like once you're part of the Bravo oh, yeah. world, you're yeah. you, like yeah. you're there, you're in it and you're like you're fair game you know yeah. so um whatever they want me to do i i always consider myself part of the jersey franchise so yeah. i um i'm here whatever they want well we're yeah. happy to have you and thank yeah. you so much for stopping by again we can't wait to guys yeah so much fun out, read your book and talk yeah. again soon thanks bye, bye. thank you bye, bye.